0: hey fine tyler we'll do it your way
1: oh so it's a different approach huh
0: well no i just like to do the cold open because welcome to the wrong button podcast the show where we talk all things nerd most things video games and genuinely anything that tickles our fancy and guess what guys bad batch episode four
1: a different approach Eh? eh Yeah. come on it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a the pod without at least one of my bad jokes, right?
0: That was a good one. I don't, that's why I like to do the cold open of like this is what we're <laughs> this is what we're doing, this is what we're talking about. So, uh, Bad Batch episode four, as you said, uh, a different approach. Um, once again, solid, solid episode with a lot of like character growth. It, it was very it was very lateral, but I, I think it was just really fun to see another seamless interaction. With Omega and another one of her brothers.
1: True. Uh, definitely a bit slower pace than all of the events that was the incredible high security prison escape that was last episode. Really, I'm with you. I loved all the interactions in this episode with, with Crosshair and Omega. Mm-hmm. Crosshair, for all of the wrongs that he did, has done. Because you can... You can go back and you can count throughout the first two seasons of what Crosshair's done. In, in the name of the Empire, mm-hmm. he's still one of my one of my favorites. Not just uh, favorite bad Batchers, but favorite clones in general.
0: I I'm gonna agree with you. I think. I I think the, the just the turning point with Mayday, and having Mayday be like, "Nah, good. Like we we were good soldiers. We followed orders. We're still here. We're still holding out." And he got to see. Sadly he got to see the, the 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 conclusion of him being a loyal soldier and what that actually meant to a clone who didn't like we said this before, Mayday Mayday really didn't interact with any other clones. He he only pretty much reacted with the Bad Batch and he'd never once treated the Bad Batch like they were outsiders. I think the five oh first really said, Oh, it's Clone Force ninety-nine But they didn't they didn't treat him badly, but every other force was like, oh, Clone Force 99, the defective clones. But hey, I don't know. I, I love that. And now we're getting to see. It was never that Crosshair was a bad guy. He was doing what he thought was right until it became so hard for him to see. Like, no, this is this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen to Everyone. He's still a little selfish, as we saw. Like, like, no, I'd leave you behind in a heartbeat. But as we see
1: now, we don't necessarily get that. Yeah, but everybody in the in a group needs to have that guy. Yeah, they do. You know, definite a-hole out for himself. Would probably leave you a couple of times. But when the going gets tough, he ends up making the right decision. Mm-hmm. Has he made wrong decisions in the past? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but yes.
0: Um, can I start with one thing? Yeah, sure. And this is this is mainly so Mrs. Miss- like can hear it. Heroes don't wear seatbelts,
1: and they're always fine. They that was such a <laughs> that was such a violent <laughs> crash. It was. I sat there and it just it went down so fast, and then you just see the explosion. I was like, "Are they okay?" And they just they just hop out. And I wasn't a little even, dirty. I wasn't even thinking of uh, Omega or Crosshair. I was so worried about Batcher. Oh, like, my, oh god. my god! I was like, "You got in a in an accident." with a giant lurka hound or th- who was just right behind like right behind crosshair the entire time I guess I guess Omega's just a better pilot than we thought shout out our our dearly departed tech for bestowing all of his knowledge on her well most of it yeah um, but talk about character development in this uh, in this episode I think we got to see for the first time Omega away from the bad batch crosshair doesn't count because, you know, for the last, what, two years or so?
0: Yeah, he's been a... He's been a, he's been a commando. Yeah. He's been a heartless commando.
1: And he, he didn't go through the same experiences and, and growing opportunities that the rest of the Bad Batch did. Um, so we really got to see Omega in an environment where all of the skills that she's accrued really got to show out, whether it was her um, acting like a acting like a soldier from, from echo. Uh, my, my favorite skills that she put on display is, uh, what she learned from Sid. Oh God. Yes. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of balls to swindle a, uh, well not swindle, but just to outsmart a trans ocean. It, it takes a lot of balls to go into a place
0: where they're betting with no money. Yep. And hustle people. Um, (laughs) I I do so just talking about relationships um before we go into more of the story I kind of revised and let me know what you think about this Mm because this might trigger warning real quick so going through the bad bash and going through their relationships hunter obviously father figure right he's papa hunter to omega yep definitely the father, father figure echo definitely mom
1: I'd make the case for Wrecker in a in a little bit, but Wrecker gives off too many crazy uncle vibes.
0: And and that's what I have him. He's Crazy Uncle. Um. And then I have Tech as the older brother. The older smart one, Prodigy, like really good at stuff. I can see it, yeah. Crosshair was the younger brother. Still really good, but like was that like niche thing kind of hyperfixation? Of course, he's the sniper, so he's there. But then Omega comes in
1: and he got middle child. He got syndrome. middle child. In. Oh, Lord. And
0: so there's there's like the dynamic of their rela- I am waiting for a I don't feel like you guys ever appreciated me or. Oh, one. it's coming. And, and so I'm like, OK, he,
1: he's just the middle child now. That's that's actually the exact vibes at the end of the episode, which we'll get to later. Uh, g- gave out for me was just his his facial expression. Yeah. Like, oh, here, here we go. Um. <laughs> that's that's great. Honestly, that that really fits into all their character personas. um Even though that this episode was a slower paced episode, the amount of of relationship building that we got between Crosshair and Omega, and just the character development between the two in general was really was really great to see. Because with Crosshair, and I think we we harped on this a little bit last uh, last pod that he, like we said, hasn't gone through all the experiences that the Bad Batch went through. He doesn't really know what his life is like outside of a soldier, mm-hmm. whereas the rest of the, you know, the rest of the Batch are thinking about what they're going to do after all of this. Trying um, to, yeah. Yeah, trying to, at least. And when the, whenever they were on Pabu in last season, you got to see how their skills kind of translated to a civilian life and you would know more about this than I ever would because you know, fun fact you did, you did serve for a certain country. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so it, it's weird. Yeah. But it, so much is made out of like helping soldiers and stuff transition after their is ended. Um, and I, I guess this entire show has been like, what happens to the clones? Cause you know, their service is no longer, Required. Yeah. Um, so it's great to see Crosshair kind of start to find his way as to like what's he what he's useful for. Yeah. Um, but we definitely got more development on the side of Omega and seeing how she operates without her her safety net. I guess she still had the, the safety net across here, but in terms of like structured safety net, how she operated with the rest of the batch, um, she had to make decisions on her own and we got to see a lot of that which i was a big fan of
0: one of the one of the things that i like going back to like seeing her without a safety net i love that she and crosshair haven't had anything like any any real meaningful time together besides from like a 10 minute food fight right
1: yeah 10 minute food fight and then when he was going through everything when they were in the cell in camino the temporary holding cell and i i think that was actually the most meaningful interaction that we ever could have had between the two so
0: one of the what I what I like about this is they they speak the same language it's almost like okay we both know each other's love language because we're both bad bachelors mm-hmm. when he communicates to them hey they're after echo he sends that like okay I might disagree with my family my brothers and I might not we might not be on speaking terms wait a second but we're a bad batch go ahead
1: after Omega I got you doing it now because you said echo
0: Oh, God. After, uh-huh. Okay, after uh-huh. Omega. They're after Omega. <laughs> so that shows that he cares about, and he automatically was like, no, she is part of the Bad Batch. I disagree with them, but I'm not going to dime out my own. So automatically like that, the last episode of Escaping, hey, do you know Plan 77? You know, Tech made me memorize all of them. Of course he did. Yeah. And it, it was just one of those, okay, so they probably have all, he knows all the hand signals she's going to use all the language, all the code, all the phrases, how are they going to do things? And then immediately kicks over to, now it's going to be like, okay, but who are they as people? So it, it felt like there was not, there was never going to be the like, okay, well, I don't even know how to communicate with this person. Like we have, no, they have something there that connects them. And I liked the fact that that took away so much Mis- miscommunication like mm-hmm. it was just going to be like alright we're going to talk we're going to agree we're going to disagree we're going to work through this
1: it's just the difference of personalities that but just, really grinded which was great to see
0: yeah and I, I thought that that was absolutely fantastic
1: um but yeah so
0: and and I, I love the fact that like how about we try solving these problems without blaster fire and then just you and, and the, the, the middle child syndrome now just you know crosshair going like this is a massive waste of my talents. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, I really, really liked that. Um, I have one entire problem with this show. Right. One entire problem with this episode: the card game. You know what? It wasn't what Pazak. You know, you have no idea. I'm sitting there, and they're playing cards, and or I'm sorry, and uh, Omega's like, "I'm gonna go up there and hustle them," and and Crosshair's like, "No," and I'm like. This is like Pazak, Pazak, Pazak. Fucking, it's a deck building game, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I was just sitting there looking at it like, I, I wanted Pazak.
1: Yeah, I was I was kind of thrown off by that, too. Uh, because it wasn't something that we, at least to my knowledge, have seen. Because in, in Star Wars, there's what? There's Pazak and then there's Sabak, right? There's Because there's two different, right? Or am I just thinking of Pazak all together? I'm only thinking of Pazak. That's like my favorite you can cool. buy those cards on Etsy, too. Yeah, because in Sabak it's in um, uh, KOTOR. That's that's Pazak. I'm, I'm sorry, Pazak is, yeah.
0: Yeah, Pazak's in KOTOR, which is great. It's like competitive Texas 21. Yeah,
1: so I'm trying to think of how, like, the... Was that also Pazak, where Han swindled the Millennium Falcon out of uh, Lando? Ooh,
0: okay. All right, let me...
1: Yeah, see, so that's what I'm trying to think of. I'm I'm blanking on the name of it but oh uh, uh isn't that what uh, gre- uh greasy money talks about in he goes
0: what i've learned to live by is a stiff hand on, or a a a stiff hand on a on an easy heater or something like that and he goes it's a gambling term it is sabak
1: There we go Um so i was right i wasn't going crazy you you can't you can't gaslight me thank you very much I I
0: wasn't trying to um by the way, you can get this one on Amazon.
1: But in any case, it wasn't either of those. So I was just kind of curious as to, oh, like you're bringing in yet a different gambling game. That's that's cool, I guess. Maybe, who knows, it looked, it looked fun. It looked really fun. Um, did they ever mention the planet that they ended up crashing on? Did we ever get a planet name? Because I don't think we ever did. I don't think we did either now. You know what it kind of reminded me of or kind of looked
0: like? What?
1: Um, Aldani from uh, Andor, the first planet where he actually murders the people, right? No, no, no. Uh, where the heist is pulled off, and they oh, have, with, like, the, the, with
0: the, the meteor shower, yeah. yeah.
1: How much money did they steal from that place again? They lifted
0: they li- they lifted entire sectors worth of payroll for a year. Yeah, I don't know if we really think a sector is
1: probably close to like ten planets or so, right?
0: Yeah, something like that, like yeah. it, it, a solar system's worth of planets.
1: That's a lot of freaking money. <laughs> like, give me. There's nothing I like, and we've been over this, but there's nothing I like more than some Star Wars heist shenanigans. That's why I like Solo so much. But um, that's your that's your problem with the episode, huh?
0: Yep it wasn't it
1: wasn't bizarre. Okay, go cool. off. I don't think I had any uh, big issue with the episode except for the crash because that it's just I just can't get over the, the crash. It was so violent. It, the,
0: it was a really I I cannot find the name of the uh
1: of the game of
0: of no of the uh of the planet.
1: That's fine.
0: Sorry, that's what I was looking for.
1: It's I feel like it's rare that they don't name a planet for us, but I guess they just leave it open to interpretation. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so the introduction of that imperial officer. The
0: biggest red herring for me. is Play will tell. I was like, ah, I know how this episode's gonna play out. Played out nothing like I predicted. Oh really? Yeah. So he walks in. Uh, so uh, go ahead. I'll let, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, go ahead. OK, so uh, Omega's sitting there gambling and taking the money from the uh, the Transdotion. And she's like, hey, we have to play, we should play one more game. My luck has to run out at some point. And the transdotions like, oh, yeah. And then they walk in and, you know, uh, crosshairs in the side. He's like, he's like, hey, kid, like, mm, we got to get out of here. And he walks in, talks to the bartender. And you can tell. One, he gives off like when you look at him, you, you see like the the chin rolls. He is like the corrupt cop, the corrupt. That's how trying to be. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, we I don't think this is the country where we want to do that right now. This isn't this. This isn't the the sixties or the fifties after. Uh,
1: with uh, the uh, Oh, I was talking about the gambling.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, not about the, not the whole imperial officer side, but the gambling mm-hmm. side. Anyway, but. Anyway. I so, uh, he walks in, talks to the
0: bartender, goes, "Hey, business is good." Bartender goes, "It is. Here's your normal drink." He goes, "That means business is good for me." Bartender goes, "You know it is, because everyone's like placing bets on who's gonna win, you know." And mm-hmm. Omega at this point's hustling the entire place, and it's pretty great. Um,
1: to the tune of what? Like, was it forty-five thousand credits or something like that? Because no, they they walked walked
0: 35.
1: So yeah, so they walked out of there with thirty-five, and the fine was fifteen thousand credits, right?
0: Okay, so thirty five thirty five fifteen. Yeah, so, so fifty fifty thousand, yeah.
1: Am I just am I under no. or overvaluing how much credit is say- sixty. Yeah, but like am I overvaluing how much credit is that really is? Like I'm sitting here thinking like when I think of like I think of maybe like eight thousand credits or something to get a ship or something. So and also when they were trying to get passage on the ship. Uh, which we totally skipped over. Forgot about that little niche part. Oh yeah. But when they were trying to book the tickets, and they were trying to do it, you know, under the table, the, uh, you know, the docking official was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll get you on a on a shuttle for fifteen k." I'm like, "Yeah, each, and it's not negotiable." I'm like, "Oh my, that's so much money."
0: But if like you're thinking about it, like, so, I'm I'm assuming. Because of the distance, right? Yeah. And I know we're using, like, FTL. Yeah. Um, assuming the distance, I'm still expecting it to be, like... We think of it like it's a plane. Yeah. But I think we should be thinking of it like it's a ship. Like it's a, it's a, it's like a cruise ship. Yeah. Because of the distance. So I'm like,
1: okay, so you saying, like... It's not, like, it's not the distance. It's just... I'm trying to think of what fifteen thousand credits would get you outside of that, you know. Oh, okay. And I was okay. always of the belief that like fifteen thousand is like a a good amount, and I thought maybe you could get a ship for like ten or eight or something like like your own ship you could buy it for. But is my concept of of credits just completely off?
0: So I almost want to say it's like a one for one to us. That's what I'm trying but to think of with inflation. So like so, so like I I like the car that Mrs. Play bought me. Um, was like thirty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're saying fifteen, yeah, fifteen will get you a car, but so, it might only be like planet worth.
1: Okay. So here's my thing. Then you mean to tell me that Omega swindled that Transdotion and that Imperial officer out of sixty, what like fifty thousand dollars? Yeah. They were gambling that much, that much money. That's it. It could. Okay.
0: So. That's efficient. Theoretically, it could also be what it probably sounds like because we're talking about a new government, right? Yeah.
1: Are they still using Republic credits or these Imperial credits? Uh, they, in Admiral Rampart, when he was going over the chain code stuff in the first season, uh-huh. also mentioned over the Holocom, I love how I know this off the top of my brain, but he also mentioned over the Holocom that he you could exchange your Republic credits for uh, the Empire's credit currency one for one. Okay. So it was just a complete changeover to Imperial credits um (laughs) that's just so i I,
0: so then the other question i would have here is because we're establishing a new government uh we're trying to come out of a war and a bunch of other shit it could be japan where inflation's super like prevalent right now
1: so you're talking like post world war ii japan
0: like current japan like oh current so like in japan for every dollar it's like a thousand yen yeah so maybe, maybe they only took him for, maybe they only took him for like $30,000 in
1: the end because of like, because inflation. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're going so, in, we're going like, really into this. This so, is the most like economics. Yeah. Most niche topic. But then let me reference from the original trilogy. Didn't Han owe Jabba like 50 K?
0: We're going to look this up real quick.
1: So you mean to tell me that Han could have just, well, okay, to be fair, Han's not Omega. And I doubt Han's luck would even go close to gambling uh, that amount of money away. 14 million imperial credits. Is how much Han?
0: Oh, uh, Jabba, like most loan sharks in Prime World, the truth lending act and did not discuss now 14 million credits is what Han would have owed him had after one year. Hold on. How much did...
1: Uh, I could swore he only said fifty k in a new hope. Am I blanking?
0: All right, uh, no, 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 that's what I'm looking for. But somebody did a,
1: <laughs> of course they did. Someone did a deep dive on it. That is, okay. please do. See, this is the deep. I need answers. I'm like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory right now. I don't sleep. I need answers. Pop open another cold brew and. Here we go. We're scrap. Scrap the Bad Batch podcast. Scrap everything. This is Star Wars economics. Here it was uh, his (sighs) debt.
0: Okay. How much did Han Ojanza, uh, new hope? We can do this, guys. His original debt was twenty four hundred or twelve thousand four hundred credits. Um, he managed to up twenty four, uh, calling on some favors, which is why for was for 10k he later would pay java an additional 15 yeah because okay they were gonna pay him like 15 to 20k uh to do everything for obi-wan that was a really cush job
1: yeah and that's what he was he was going in for so you mean to tell me that omega managed to swindle a transdotion in the imperial officer who played after after him 50 to 60 grand like 50 to 60 k in credits Han Solo, had he been there, would have like lost his mind. <laughs> so anyway, there's your, there's your just. Uh, Omega's just a, she's just an ATM. She's built different, yeah. Built different is an understatement. Um, Echo is an
0: ATM. He can literally just go and get money. Okay. That all
1: right? Fair. That, that, anyway,
0: that's, that's his, that's his, uh, his talk hand. His See, scumpling, skam, scumpling hand. Scumpling. You skampling. just
1: get rid of all those clone morals, in the bad batch perfect heist artists never have to work a day in their life again
0: okay so going into <laughs> this right so we're going we're going to jump back into
1: so oh, into the podcast it, it's content into, into, the, yeah. into the
0: actual we were, we, were, we were on it so he walks in with his his case full of money so obviously they're running a, per, a protection racket right yep and you can you can clearly see that where he's walking around like do you want me to protect you and so he's going to everybody to allow them probably to do some illegal shit not pay everything just pay him a cut of whatever it is they make yep so he throws the case on the table, right, and flips it open, and I'm like, "This is why they're gonna do a bait and switch. They're gonna like oh, that's where you went. With. Take they're gonna take the credits out of his case, put it in there, or they're gonna like mimic and like because you saw him walk by with it. There were three separate points in the beginning where he's walking by carrying that case, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay. They're gonna like get a case, looks like it, switch it out, leave their credits in there, like cutesy note." And he's going to be kind of like now in on the in on like, okay I got to get Bad Batch back because like they took my money. Yeah. And that's why he's going to work with Hemlock. And they're going to boy, the fuck was I wrong.
1: I also was wrong because I totally thought once, you know, Omega had won that it was just going to be a. Well, we're the Empire. I'm going to kill you now. It's going to turn into like a whole bar brawl kind of deal like that's where i thought it was going mm-hmm. but then he was just like yeah there's a fine for gambling go about uh, your business have a great day and i i was like oh this guy's kind of chill about it huh
0: so the thing was when he said it's like 10k for for gambling mm-hmm. i was like i was like okay that sounds
1: pretty reasonable i was gonna say yeah i was like i think i had also said like Oh, he's just gonna make them pay a fine. Sure. Oh, they have enough money for the ticket Still, all right, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but it was like, get the dog out there, right? Pay that. And I, and I was like, I was waiting for her to the kid next to him who was like, I gotta sale, I gotta sale. I was like, she's gonna give him like five k. No, motherfuckers are on the whole hustle too. I know. Yeah. And I was like, Backwater
1: like, Planets, man. You can't I was, trust anybody.
0: I was
1: like, oh God.
0: Oh. oceans. Whatever the fuck Greedo's characters were? Oh, God, what were they? Uh, Rodians.
1: Rodians? Can't trust a filthy Rodian either, apparently. Kids selling fruit outside. Yeah, can't tell... No, fuck them. Fuck them kids. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, but no, so that's... We were both wrong. Yeah. And then we... You know, they get outside. They still have enough money. But then Batcher's gone. And I'm like, Oh, you can't touch the pup. Yeah. Fan, fan, Batcher's a fan favorite. He's, in, he's embedded. There are two people two things i need to survive this show it's gonky and badger
0: omega is going to be tending crops in some farm somewhere clone armor in the back yep and fucking like it's going to be badger and gonky still with her like that's going to be the time jump after everyone else is dead
1: let's not think about the end of the series oh no yeah. i'm think,
0: i'm thinking we're years in, i'm thinking we're years
1: down the line i know but let's just not okay okay let's how about we just enjoy the good times while we're in them okay um but yeah so we got to see Omega's way of doing things, which, positive results, negative results. Yeah. Loved, loved when we got to see Crosshair's way of doing stuff. Um, first of all, <laughs> I love how that Imperial officer, again, you know, like, they, they get to their, uh, what, what do they call it, like, a shipping port? It was a shipping port, yeah. Yeah. With exotic animals. With a lot of exotic yeah. animals. Yeah, so, like, you can never tell seen. he's
0: got his... He's got his fingers. Oh, he's so deep in it. And I'm like, oh, OK, he, he's the type of Imperial officer that's going to go missing in 10 years. Yeah. And it's going to be like, well, what happened to him? I'm like, oh, I heard he died and he's living on some cushy planet. Yeah. Fake his
1: own death. There he goes. But. You know, they they find where Batcher is. They try to you know, they break him out. But then the Imperial officers there because, of course, you know, once they heard about the shuttle, two new people in town randomly. Yeah. Put two and two together um i just love how he started with the whole on like the licensing fee for an animal uh fine
0: we've we've pretty strong pet uh like uh license yeah Yeah.
1: how much is a license
0: Fifteen thousand. yeah and i was like i
1: was like is there ever going to be actual armed conflict between these two or is he just nickel and diming (laughs) omega and uh in crosshair into the ground but then then he he drops a line of like, oh, it doesn't matter when Hemlock gets here. And I was like, there it is. Here, here's the conflict of the episode that yep. we're coming to. And Crosshair. I like Crosshair's way of doing things. I, you know, some, I
0: do, too. I love the fact that she like, she like tosses the money and like they go to back up. And she's like, fine, we do it your way. Yeah. And he goes, thank you.
1: And then Pandemonium quite literally breaks loose. It's, it's like a zoo.
0: Notice, though, notice he does not use stun fired all this entire time <laughs> and his
1: tremor also wasn't there. Or at least noticeable. Yeah, um, I might have. I I honestly I think there was maybe once or twice where he was meaning to get a different target, but not on those stormtroopers for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I also think that was like the pandemonium of it. He's one person. He's trying to cover her and yeah. there are multiple shooters. A lot of multiple shooters.
1: One and one note about the stun fire is that I don't think the act the rest of the bad batch used a stun fire against TK troopers anyway. I think the stun fire was exclusively like a well, we don't want to kill the regs if we if we don't have to. Um. That kind of vein. Yeah. But the human troopers, the TK troopers, they're just after their jobs. Fuck them.
0: Yep. I uh, you know. And I, I I love that Omega goes over and she's like, okay, very fast out <clears throat> And then we're letting everything else out. <laughs> yeah. It, so Mrs. Play called it. She's like, those look like the mo- like the dinosaurs running in Jurassic Park when they're running through the field uh-huh. and the T-Rex is coming at them. I was like, I can totally see that. And then like the whole stampede, that type of chaos.
1: See, I was thinking stampede from the Lion King. I, I think it was their shape made her think. Yeah, like, shape, I see why, but
0: yeah, yeah. And then, can we talk about the best cameo appearance of the entire uh, the entire
1: episode? Uh, the monster that Han was hunting in the Force Awakens. Oh my goodness! I couldn't, re- I could not remember the name, but I saw just the tentacles, and I was like, Han lost like two separate crews uh, hunting those things. Um, yeah, the Rauther. Yeah, the Rathar. The Rauthar. Yeah. One of the most underrated scenes in the Force Awakens, by the way is that hit when he's negotiating with the um uh the with the one gang and then and and they're like well you also borrowed money and didn't return it from from Konjac club and he's like no you can
0: you can't trust this smelly Konjac club and then <laughs> they like, appear
1: in the hallway behind him
0: and he's like he's like you've done it to us multiple times like three times and he sits and he goes like what was the third or what was the second?" <laughs> Like, he got the first one, he did the last one, He's like, it was probably one of the, it yeah. was one of the most Han moments. Oh, yeah. That I was like, I could have seen that being in the Han Solo
1: trilogy, like that moment And that's somewhere. why we need more Han Solo content. We do need Han Solo. I know that Harrison Ford doesn't want to play him anymore. He doesn't have to. He's no. Dead. Please, please bring the character back. Ever since we made the, the Han Solo and animation argument, that's all I think about now is that we need a Han Solo show. Yeah, give me give me the
0: rest of the movies
1: in like two. In animation, yeah, yeah, boom. Fuck it, bring back bring back this art style. Do it again. You already know how it all looks. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Anyway, very very exciting. I love how they stole stole the cargo freighter because yep didn't end up needing the money for tickets anyway. I like Uh, how they still took their money. Oh yeah, I would. So I sat there too. I said that same exact thing. money get them, don't leave it and you know, what, you know what the
0: other thing was i was hoping they were gonna get I, ho- I was hoping they were gonna leave their money and take his again still just took theirs and i was like god come on why can't i just couldn't call that at all maybe like, he oh. maybe
1: he took the his, he put his other money in a safe place or something no he, i think it, it was, uh, was dropped I, ah. I saw the wrath ah.
0: it, it, it was there you could get to it mm. but yeah the wrath ripping him in there because Mrs. play at the end was like oh he's still alive and i'm like I don't, no. I don't think he's coming back. And then like hemlocks there with the with just the commandos. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, OK, you're right. He ain't coming back. No. I was like, yeah,
1: that's that's the one instance where we don't need a body.
0: Yeah, you're not getting away from that thing. That's a. I think being pulled into Dark Abyss counts as body. Pulled into not falling into.
1: OK, I was thinking, did, did you just see my brain go into Boba Fett? I was yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, about yeah. Boba Fett? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Boba yeah. Fett clause of, of is that character dead in Star Wars?
0: he fell in he didn't see he fell into it that's the difference he fell into the original sarlacc pit didn't didn't yeah so there there we went
1: out like such a wimp he was such a like just a badass character in empire and then (laughs) he had what like two seconds of screen time basically not two but still you know thinking about that the knights of ren were literally just the modern boba
0: fett they just never got anything to make them cool where boba fett was made retroactively cooler
1: um (laughs) But then we get... So, you know, they, they get off off planet. Um, they're talking about sending an encoded message to, um, to to Hunter and to Wrecker. Yep. I love how we got the interaction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interaction? Yeah. Got, we interaction. Got, we got an erection. Got it. Okay.
0: <laughs> what gave us the erection? Go ahead.
1: We got the interaction between uh, Crosshair and Omega. And the, again, the differing points of view where... Omega, being young, I'll, always the optimist. Things will work out great. And then yep. Crosshair, the pessimistic. I've seen a thing or two. Maybe they're, you know, they could be dead. Uh, but Omega's like, nah.
0: They're going to be there. Yeah, like, you, you there. chill out. They'll be there.
1: And so we, you and I, I'm assuming, both thought the same thing. Oh, the episode's going to end right here. We're not going to get anything after that. No. Oh, you didn't think that? No. So I'll. Before we get to the
0: actual ending, because I know that's going to be where the biggest point of our discussion was. Mm-hmm. Going back, one, I'm surprised that just the very beginning, I'm surprised that Crosshair didn't have enough forethought to scuttle the ship. Right? They like, hey, just set something to overload, blow the ship up. So you can't identify what it was because the, the Stormtrooper saw it crash. and Like, oh, no, that's a violent crash. Oh, the, uh, the shuttle. Yeah, was, the I shuttle. I thought you were talking about the freighter that they No, 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 the, uh, the shuttle um yeah i was like oh that because the second they did that i was like oh well
1: that's how they're gonna know well he he did have the forethought though but omega stopped him because he needed the um omega wanted the the navy computer the coordinates and stuff to um and he was like it would to take too it. much time yeah and yeah so it's like blow up the
0: ship yeah like there, at no point did i ever think they were ever gonna go back to that ship mm-hmm. he's, he's like it'll take too long we need to get out of here now and then i was like oh we should just that ship yeah uh but to be fair, now I think they could get it based on that planet. They could triangulate now because they have that planet. But that neither here nor there. So I thought that what was going to happen is we were going to get a reunion at the end of it. But then it, or before that, it goes to was it the reunion and then it goes back to Hemlock finding the ship, or was it? It was Hemlock
1: and then reunion.
0: Okay, so what I was expecting um, was. Hemlock goes, alert all of our operatives, and set the bounty. So I was waiting for the, like, montage slash, like, you know, partition. So, like, first person here, second person here. Because we know Cad Bade's in it,
1: and we know that, like... Or not Aura. uh, 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 Asajj? No. I'm assuming Boba Fett could could make an appearance. Boba Fett, I think, could make an appearance. Yeah. Young Boba Fett. Uh, but no, I'm thinking of um, from the Book of Boba Fett. The Sniper. Yeah. And from the Mandalorian. What's her? Oh my god, her name. She was in the she was in the Bad Batch earlier this season. Or not this season, but earlier in the series. A very young. Doesn't age a day, though, apparently. Fennec. Fennec Shan. Yes. Fennec Shan. There we go. Thank you. Um I could I could see that happening too. But in, instead Instead, we got because I thought that was
0: gonna be the reveal of all the bounty hunters that were to come out. I was like, okay, we saw Bosk originally in Clone Wars. What are the odds we see Bosk again? Did we see Bosk in Clone Wars? Yeah, he was one of the Trans Oceans hunting the Wookiees. That's how Ahsoka met Boba Fett. That was how that was how the advertisement put it. He was one of the Trans-Oceans there. It was supposed to be his first hunt for the Wookiees.
1: Oh it was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I actually didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, it's it's in the original promo material of it. Hmm. Um and uh but I was expecting like the the like tip the hat up, okay we got Cad Bane, go through, give me like generic, generic, maybe the, the assassin droid that we see. I was waiting for everyone we would see in Empire Strikes Back to kind of be there. Yeah. But I was expecting the last one to be a like being like how very interesting and lean forward and we see the new do and she's like tapping on it and we notice that's a massage. I was waiting for that to be the reveal of all the bounty hunters.
1: If that happens, I'm giving you endless credit because that would be a perfect way to bring massage back or to reintroduce her. Yeah. I, Beautifully. I, I
0: think now if it's done, it's going to be more of a line. They're all going to yeah. go to him. It's going to be a lineup. But I was hoping for like the, that to be the end of the show. I was really wondering
1: what purpose the bounty hunters will serve in. And I know we're getting into more future, future stuff in this season, but I'm, I've been wondering what side the bounty hunters will fall on. If they're serving the empire or if they're helping the batch or, I hope we get to see a clone, you know, the clone rebellion play out. I I think that was kind of undetermined, and I think it still is.
0: I, I think Cad Bane's gonna be like throwing his lot in with either the Pike Syndicate or somebody like that. He's gonna be in it for the money Mm -hmm. and probably the thrill to some extent. But I, I think he's gonna be there. I think Asajj is gonna be the only one that's like bounty hunter heart of gold but not yeah. going in with them i i think the bounty hunters are just gonna be like hey look no matter where you go people are always gonna want our services because we're willing to do things yeah um but yeah so we didn't get that instead we got probably one of my favorite instances of framing since most of mm. revenge of the sith
1: of the just just shot for shot for shot wise are are you saying or
0: so the the episode ends <clears throat> with um ends with omega and crosshair flying into a new planet to planet omega says hey i sent out the coded message it's an abandoned planet they'll be there and we immediately see the ship and we're like fuck yeah the ship is there and they come in for a landing and she gets out and Recca come, comes out and runs up and gets a big old bear hug. I'm getting chills to think about it. It's so heartwarming. And then Hunter, Hunter comes out and gets a big old, like, really tender, like, dad, I'm home. Like, it very much like it was the, the Omega hug equivalent of the end of Ahsoka with, hey, mom, I'm home
1: uh like it it was it was right there and when he said they never stopped looking they really they did terrible things to try to find her oh, they stepped in the middle of crime wars <laughs> they fucking went hard to yeah. find her um i i didn't think that we were going to get that interaction at all i was dead set on the episode just ending like oh they'll be there and then it fades to black um uh, i was so happy to get that that interaction between um, Hunter, Wrecker, and Omega. It was so heartwarming. Warming. But then they're like, how did you escape? I told you, episode four. Episode four,
0: it was going to actually be the physical reunion. They had to do it by then. Because uh, now that that's the whole first arc. Mm-hmm. And now we go into, hey, what's the meat and potatoes? What's what's the ending? We got
1: yeah. four more, five more episodes of meat and potatoes. And then, and then downward slope. If I'm remembering just the uh, the schedule, I believe there's... A, uh, a week where we get two episodes in the middle of the season and then I think the end of the the end of the season it's a three episode premiere I think ooh yeah um, so pretty sure you're right about there being four of the meat and potatoes left and then it'll be the last three I cannot remember off the top of my head what the the rest of the season's lineup is looking like but I wish they just add like 50 episodes for the final season just an extra 50 Come on.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, 15, 15 episodes. Um, And we get ep- the 13th. So not next week. The 13th is going to be. Fuck, that's going to be such a hard week for me. Okay. Uh, That's going to be three episodes and that or two episodes. And then the rest
1: is just all of May 1st. And then it's single. And but it, was I right about the last three episodes or no? It's just single by single by single.
0: Single by single by single. Really? mm
1: mm-hmm. um, Unless it's just a really long final episode. Could be. We'll see. Um, but yeah, the whole I had help kind of um, kind of line, and then you just see Crosshair come into the ship entrance exactly like Obi-Wan was, was sitting there and run to the Sith. Mm-hmm. Hands on his shelf. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, showing his thighs for everybody to see. Chad Obi Wan moment. Um, that's where it cut off, and I was I was so mad. I sat there and I was like, no, because the the Omega Hunter wrecker reunion, great. Yes, but there are things that need to be talked about between oh. Crosshair and the rest of the gang.
0: So, there are. There are totally things that need to be talked about, but can, can we talk about that? So, they run over and it doesn't look like they run very far. It looks like and, and so the way, the way it's framed, one, it's framed beautifully. Mm-hmm. We've got two sources of light, so ship one, ship two. We have four people that are easily viewable from it. So, you have Hunter, who's back a little bit further. Wrecker, who's back closest to the first ship, Wrecker who is a little bit closer, and Omega, who is standing the closest to Crosshair. Because if we remember from the first season, you know, Wrecker's like, hey, Crosshair's always been a little bit different, but he's still a bad batch. Yeah. He's been the most like he's still one of us guys. We kinda like next to Omega. Omega's like, no, we gotta do what we can to help him. Yeah. He's family. He's just having a rough time. Wrecker was the hardest one to not come with him. Tech was like, went cool, full, full logical, like, nah, he's just fuck it, cut our losses, man. Um, and then hunter was like i got to look after my kid i can't have that negative influence around my kid yeah. right so we get two sources of light so and i'm thinking here right so since they're both in the light
1: they both believed what they were doing is right mhm and they in in a way it, it was yeah. for both of them there was no there was no wrong choice there you just went with what like you said what you felt was right and for Hunter, it was a situation that was off. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, the clones betrayed the Jedi. All of a sudden, this empire's here. There's an emperor now. You're like, what the heck's going on? Like, this this is, this isn't right. We need to hightail it. And for Crosshair, the war's over. Mm-hmm. There's peace and order in the galaxy. I want to be a part of upholding that peace and order. Yes. So, from a soldier's perspective, like, there's no... And also, he had the whole ramic you know ramification with, with the chip and everything yeah um and we don't know he says he got it t- taken out far earlier
0: but we don't know and it definitely felt like it was it was with him the it, most.
1: It, it was still in yeah around order 66. i think he got it removed whenever they did that first scans and stuff on him um right before the bad batch escaped, because that's when he turned sides mm-hmm. he looks super. i still remember the shot he looked super dope as the as the uh, hangar door opened and he had the sniper on his. Yeah. Just sitting there with a the long barrel up. And I was like, dang. I know he's evil now. He's so cool. Um, so I think that's when, when he got it removed. And then they used like weird brainwashing. That weird science thing. Yeah, Camino like, yeah, yeah, yeah. science. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's when I think it, it kind of... That's when, that's when he, he made that commitment. But anyway, um, he... Like I said, there was no wrong choice to be made in their situation. For the situation, anyway. I, morally, different story. But yeah, that's that's kind of how I... That's kind of how I view like the fundamental shift of things between the two. You're right, it was beautifully framed, and I wanted to make what I think is correct to be the correct assumption that... The planet that they're on, with this meeting, I believe is right outside of. It's one of the moons of Ryloth.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: because we see a planet close to, if not exactly like that, uh, when Hera made her appearance with Chopper, and um, one of one of Chams, I believe his was his brother, was making like arms mm-hmm. deals with the uh, with the Bad Batch at the time. Back in episode in the first season. Uh, and the planet behind Crosshair's ship looked to be to mm, me. Okay, so that's that's where I it's my nice. I haven't looked it up or verified it yet, but I think that's that's where they went.
0: And I, I just actually pulled up the uh, the last season, the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a little bit wrong. It is actually it's actually Crosshair Hunter Omega right behind. Or I'm sorry, Crosshair recka Omega right behind him, mm-hmm. and then Hunter back here. Now, the other parts of this, right? So they're both coming from lights, illuminating the ship. Um, One, two, there's also a massive gulf between them. And Omega runs right over to her old family. Uh, And you see, like, the light from... Even if you look at it, the light from Crosshair's side comes out further. He walks down the, the ramp with his hands, like, his hands are like this, right? The second the other two see him, Wrecker stares at him and, like, straightens, but that's it. Like, he's going to get in front of to protect Omega. Yeah. Hunter makes a fist. We don't get to see more of Crosshair's hands, but I'm assuming there's no weapon in him, so I'm assuming his hands stay open. Yeah. So what it looks like here is he's more open to, like, hey, I know I fucked up. I will reach across this gulf because his light extends further than the Bad Batch's Mm -hmm. light. Hunter and Wrecker's is more circular, and you can see that it doesn't extend quite as far. Now, of course, it can be ship lighting, blah, 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 but the thing that makes it even better is that Crosshair's light has to come down out of the ship, hit the ramp, and go further. Their lights on the outside, so it should project further. It doesn't, which means there's the wall between them, there's the gulf, and that's how we end the episode, is like, how are we going to bridge
1: this gap? That's that's such a Dave Baloney thing to do. He's always been great with... uh, what's the word I'm looking for he's great with imagery imagery yeah
0: Yeah. they're super great with it he's always done an excellent job with how he always portrays like what's going on how you can tell it George Lucas did it like it was done in you know it was done in when Anakin was walking away and they made the whole the whole uh poster for it where he's walking away you see the shadow of Darth Vader because it's like Mm -hmm. he's not leaving because he wants to because he's happy he's already sad that he's going to miss his mom like Star Wars is full of this and now we're trying to also
1: get it it's with like, like poetry because how- it
0: rhymes. So good. <laughs> Love it.
1: But yeah, great episode.
0: All
1: in all, I'm, I'm very excited. I was swearing up and down, though, when it ended because I was so not ready for it to end.
0: Yeah, like I guess I wanted the bam, 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 bam of all the all the bounty hunters that we were going to see. All the cameos.
1: Um, I just need this conversation to take place. I can't wait for Wednesday. I really can't.
0: Yeah. So that's when we'll be back. Uh, well, sorry. We're going to watch it Wednesday
1: um and then
0: we'll be back next friday the 8th and the episode this episode of course will be available tomorrow on all your podcast platforms of choice of course if you really enjoy this podcast also check it out on the youtube channel where you can once again see our lovely faces anything you want to end on uh
1: that this is the second of three podcasts where i've accidentally worn a star wars shirt Mm -hmm. unintentionally i just go to work like this so you know I am a I'm a big I'm a big Star Wars fan. I like to display that. Uh but totally just unintentional. I guess I have to make an intentional thing now. So look forward to me across the rest of the podcast coming up with uh more Star Wars merch.
0: More Star Wars merch. Yeah. All right. If you guys enjoyed this, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Take care of your friends here and your friends elsewhere. Remember you're all winners out there. Keep it weird and have a fantastic rest of your day everybody. Woo!